take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is Season 4, Chapter 12.5, which means that this is a special. This is the last episode, the last chapter of the season. And this show is sponsored by Brody's Balloons. They were awesome to sponsor the season. I'm really excited about finalizing this season. And there's so much things that are coming up and happening. Last night, I just launched the Balloon Upsell course. And if you're interested in checking it out, it's on a launch week, which means that you can get that for a reasonable price, for a very special price. You can go into the website called course.balloonextras.com and the link to that uh, is either sent by email or uh, you can see it on the Balloon Artist Facebook group. In addition to that, I have seven upcoming free lectures, four of them inside the mini course George that you can still join and watch the replays of the first six lectures and join the two last special lectures and on top of that three webinar parties that are the end of season four webinars the dates for the lectures and all of the details about it will be right after this interview with the ceo of sempertex worldwide all the way from colombia here is oswald loevi Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is a special interview. Together here with me is Oswald Loewi, and Oswald is the CEO of Worldwide Sempertex. I'm really excited to talk with you, sir. How are you? Fine, thank you, Zivi. See you. I'm excited and happy. Uh, this is almost the end of this season, and in this season, we have been exploring the topic of decor, decor with balloons. And, uh, you know, there are all kinds of balloon artists out there that make a living from entertaining kids and families with balloons, and some of them are passionate about going up in the le- in their level of the profession and and scaling up and going into decor so that was the purpose of this season uh, can you tell us a little bit about sempertex and about who is sempertex okay thank you for inviting us and personally to me uh, to your program uh, sempertex means always latex sempertex is a company founded by our father in 1938, when he had to run out from Austria, uh, my father was Jewish. Uh, today, I'm Catholic, and by the circumstance, and Sempertex is a company developed, uh, sorry, uh, focused um, 100% to produce and um, deliver the highest quality balloons in the world to the five continents. Can you tell us a little bit about the difference between the company Betalic and the company name uh, Sempertex? Oh, Betalic is uh, a company in the USA. Um, they are focused on the foil balloons. And since several years ago, we had do a kind of partnership um, where they are distributing, distributing Sempertex balloons 
under their brand Betalatex. So we are a supplier of Betalic for their private label Betalatex. But basically it's the same balloon created in the same manufacturing factory? Yes, of course, it's the same so when, when a lot of balloon artists out there, they talk about uh, bee balloons, they basically meet uh, some protex balloons. That's correct. Wonderful. Can you tell us uh, where do you manufacture the balloons, both latex and foil? Okay, uh, latex balloons are manufactured here in Barranquilla, Colombia, and foil balloons are manufactured in San Luis, Missouri, in the USA. And they, from there, they are basically shipped uh, worldwide. Exactly, Betalic supplies their customers and we supply our worldwide, our global network. Interesting. Um, how involved are you in the selection of new products, of new designs? You mean myself? Yes. Well, I am the CEO of the company and most of my work is on the strategic area. We are strongly focused on innovation. So it's important to understand that there is a big difference between invention and innovation. Innovation is the creation of an idea. Innovation is the application of an idea. So we uh, we work uh, what we will call bottom-up. That means we are all the time exploring, analyzing, understanding, reading, listening the market. And um, from that point of view, my participation is to help my team to um, be very aggressive, let's say, in a nice way. Um, to understand that if we do not innovate or move forward, we will disappear. So by doing uh, self-purpose or provocation of our own obsolescence, obsolescence, we are reinventing the company all the time. So let's say my my work on this kind of things is more to put the rails where the company goes into the future. Can you share with us a few examples of decisions made uh, in the last six months uh, by Sempertex, like new products or any other type of big projects that you can put your finger on and say that you're proud of? I'm proud every day of what we do here because we are all the time putting new challenges that uh, that will become uh, um, a new opportunity not only for us from the point from the point of view of the business, but also because we can bring uh, a solution to the world balloon community. So that is our main purpose in the company. We are already in the business for so many years that the, the, the profit is a consequence of doing the right things. So the main purpose of the company is to, to bring these kind of solutions. I would like, and I really am excited to share with you one of these last decisions that will impact positively the balloon market worldwide, I'm talking about, but I am not allowed to tell you this because it are not already in the market, but they are going to be. So uh, nowadays I can to some point say that all these initiatives, recent initiatives are very related to the environment because our purpose to be a green company, to become a real green company is a... uh, has a, a strong component of our vision. So if I think uh, where I put the finger, I, I don't put the finger, I put my two hands and in everything. But I always encourage my team to, to lead all these initiatives. So at the end of the day, 
I'm, I'm not kind of a leader who is really pushing the people, but encouraging and supporting them to do mistakes, but also to take the right role of taking the risks and also following all the steps that we have to go, incurring big mistakes, but always using this as a learning opportunities. This is a little more philosophical, I understand. You want to know very concrete things, but I apologize if I cannot share our secrets by now. That's okay. I can understand that. Is Zampatex also supportive of educational events and in what way? Oh, of course. We are, we are supporting not also educational, but arts, a folkloric and a different kind of events that impact the community in different as- aspects. So, um, recently, last year, uh, we sponsored um, and helped um, the construction of the Dove of Freedom, or Freedom of yeah, Freedom Dove, that was built in, in the north part of Israel. Yes. And also other initiatives that bring the attention to the community to different causes. Like, could be a political thing, but also could be an environment thing, like last year also. We have supported 100% the campaign to save the white rhinos that are an, an endangered species, species. And so there are different activities we are all the time. But the truth is we don't like to, to say what our right hands does, uh, because the idea is that we participate, but do not take this as a commercial for commercial purposes. Let's say in a good way, here in Colombia, we also sponsor many activities. And we do that in a very good way and good attitude because we understand that the participation of the company in these activities that are related to the community impact positively the whole thing, the economy, the lifestyle, etc. Um, and let me just uh, reiterate that because uh, the listeners, they're usually listening to this interview while uh, driving to, a, to their event, to their customers, or even uh, at their homes. And I will make sure and put the, the, the Dove of Peace from Balloons, a project by uh, Guido Verhoff, um, who was also interviewed uh, to this season of the Balloon Artist Podcast. I will put the picture uh, on the balloonartistpodcast.com website and maybe to show uh, even some pictures from the Rhino project. Both of those projects have been well covered on Facebook and was quite an initiative that helps to raise both awareness to two interesting topics that are environmental and also to raise balloon awareness, which is what we all need in order to have more customers. Do you feel on a worldwide level that people buy more balloons? Oh, yes. Um, uh, I will send you a picture that you can include in the podcast that is in the main entrance at the Nuremberg Toy Fair in Germany this year. And I was very surprised that they use for the main display on the all entrances a... Uh, balloons, uh, when they had the chance to choose between 45,000 different kind of toys, especially today that we have the, we are in the middle of the digital era, um, they choose balloons and, and this brings me to, to the point that what is a balloon? And the reason is that balloons have a very important emotional link with the human being. When you try to describe what a balloon is, you finally do not find 
have the exact and right words to detail what is the function of a balloon. I, I could use, metaphorically speaking, uh, like a balloon could be a visual delight or could be uh, an element that helps to the core, but at the end, the consequence of all this is to bring the attention of the eyes of the people. And balloons are a synonym of, of happiness or of celebration. But when you understand the role of a balloon and try to explain why people need the balloon, it's because at the end of the day, it's a vehicle to share emotions, express the or communicate the atmosphere where people is interacting. So if the question is if people is consuming more values, yes. Of course there are a couple of, of trends that are trying to, to counterbalance the consumption of balloons, like some movements that are against the balloon releases, uh, you know, leaving uh, balloons with helium, because they say the balloons can go to the ocean and turtles and fishes can trap that, and that's true. But, but when you measure the size of that impact, of how many balloons are released compared to how many balloons are produced, consumed and by, by the people, is, is, a, is a really atomic number, is a nano number. It's, uh, it's very small, but even that, I, 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 every life uh, counts, I, I would that. Uh, so I take the opportunity to say that Sempertex balloons are 100% biodegradable. We have run our own test, and this test permits us to understand what is the balloon behavior on soil, on fresh water, on salt water, uh, etc. And, and we can affirm with total certainty and security um, that a balloon is our latest balloon, at least I, I can speak up on behalf of Sempertex. Um, it's 100% biodegradable after two years. That will be for sure. Here in the factory, we have Tesla, and maybe 16, 18 months will work. But we are on the tropic, uh, just in front of the Caribbean Sea. I am just meters to the Magdalena River, and I'm 20 kilometers from the ocean. So, so I would say that yes, uh, people are consuming more latex balloons. We are growing, importantly, and especially people that are more interested in consuming balloons that are committed with environment. And this is our case. And uh, is this also the case on latex balloons that are uh, that include uh, any print on top of them? Yeah, depends. Depends on on, on the prints, no? Uh, the prints in my in my from our estimations are not more than six percent of all latex balloons consumed in the world. No more than that. And, and the prints do not cover the 100% surface of a balloon. But the prints, the ink, the printing ink is made normally by natural rubber diluted uh, in a solvent that evaporates during the printing process. So the printing also will be uh, biodegradable because uh, the rubber and the pigments used in the print are organic, is one part. That means the carbons will be opening the structures and and the the the, the, consequent, the let's say the molecular structure of the ink is is very simple it's very basic i would say if i have to compare 
the biodegradation of the ink compared to the balloon, the ink will be faster. I see, but still biodegradable. Yes, yes, it is. Wonderful. I'm sure that our listeners uh, will be happy to learn that and to you know affirm that because uh, one of the special characteristics of Sampatex balloons is that some designs that you have are are very exclusive, for example, printing on 260s, and that is something that I think is unique. What, what do you think? Yes, it's unique, it's exclusive. We are the only balloon company in the world who can print uh, 260s on that length and also at, uh, on two sides at a time. Of course, that's also biodegradable, which is wonderful. I noticed how important it is for you, Oswald, as a CEO of, of Sempertex and as a person, as a human being, how much it is important for you, all the environment issues and also safety issues. Um, so I have the privilege of uh, doing this interview with Skype so I can meet with you almost face to face and I can see, I think uh, you are a father of kids. Uh, is that correct? Father of uh, how many kids do you have? I have three kids of 34, 30, and 25. I have three grandchilds, grandchildren um, of uh, eight, five, and two. Oh, nice. And I'm sure they, are, they really love their grandfather uh, Oswald that can bring home balloons. Can you tell me what is your approach as the CEO of uh, Sempertex about safety with babies and with uh, young toddlers? Because there's a lot of people that are afraid of uh, choking hazard. What, what, do you, what can you say about that? No, I think, I think that the balloons... Uh, balloons are be, uh, very enjoyable toy, but like with everything, um, uh, when you have toddlers or babies, you need to, to have um, very good care of these elements. And in the USA, since, since 1994, there is a law that obliges every balloon manufacturer to put choking hazard uh, warning label on the bags because at that year, uh, 1993-1994, uh, because you know they have all statistics uh, of all the things, um, they face a situation of 30, 30 kids that had choking hazard situation and because that, it became a law. We, uh, we have different approach to this. The number thing is the sanitary aspect. The sanitary aspect is that here in Sempertex, even we produce about 5 million balloons a day, you will not find a balloon on the floor. The second is, in all our supply chain and our value chain, every raw material is extraordinarily safe for the human being. So we are, in that sense, social responsible to take the lead of using the best components, processing on the most safety ways, and also making, making sure the product, the end consumer, meaning that the household wife or the end user that can be a kid, a baby, if we talk about the balloon as a toy, uh, is a product that delivers total safety. But if a balloon, like any other element, goes into the mouth, of a baby or a kid, it is a responsibility of the adults that are close to them to take care of them. Because imagine the same situation will happen with a marble 
or with a piece of material or the plastic part of a pen or whatever. So I think that, that this is role of the adults to take care of the kids in every place of the world, also at my house. Yes, and uh, I'm sure uh, also with your grandchildren. Um, definitely for us as balloon artists, we, we pay attention to it and we try to educate our customers, uh, people that are usually guests at all kinds of happy events, and try to help them see that up to a certain age, uh, usually two or three, it is not recommended to because of the choking hazard. So we are also aware of it, and I'm reiterating it now, just to make sure that uh, if there's any listener who is not aware of the choking hazard and is not uh, acting responsibly, they should. But I am actually happy to hear uh, how important it is for you, Sempertex, to also make sure that the sanitarian uh, level is uh, the best that can be. Um, Let me that we have 1,100 workers. I will call more our employees or our collaborators. And in every place of the factory, nobody can go into the plant without hair cover. So it's, it's very, very, very strict the way we take care of that. Of course, we are not perfect, but at least we make sure that every step and measures to, to be ahead every situation is considered in our role. That's, that's nice. Is there uh, anything you can share with us about the next part, the next half of 2017? Is there any special project that you are involved in or sponsoring that uh, comes to mind? Uh, we, we have a very intense activity uh, during the first three or four months. Uh, on the Galilea scene, there was a montage that we were not directly involved um, in terms of supplying all the balloons because they were using other type of balloons but we are in full interaction with what the activity is so I think um, there will be an important event in the UK uh, they, we have in Belgium uh, our own operation so we are having balloon cafes in Germany, in Belgium Holland, including the UK etc. And um, there are some activities that are going to be to to to, ha- to, to happen, but I am not I am not sure if I am allowed to to comment because maybe the people who are leading that activities um, will be in a uncomfortable situation. Mm. So, so I can tell you, but but I can tell you the following: um, we are working on the development of new colors. Uh, recently, we launched um, the Rose Gold, and we also launched um, what we call the Aquamarine, that will be more familiar for the people, like uh, Tiffany Green. And these two colors has had a big uh, acceptance. People like it a lot, and um, I would say that in general, in general. Um, the expectation of activities for the second semester will be high, really very high, and, and we are giving all our support um, to these activities because that's part of our role. We are not only producing and selling balloons, we also need to participate in that activities. And um, as I, I know also that your uh, uh, Betalic, the company, was involved in uh, sponsoring 
uh, some conventions in USA like uh, Twist and Shout and uh, and so on. So in fact, um, you know, uh, I was teaching in, in Twist and Shout uh, 17 in Florida, Orlando, and uh, there was like uh, jam, jam room sessions with... Uh, the metallic balloons, which are basically sympathetic balloons, uh, and there were uh, even uh, instructors that were sponsored especially. So uh, the involvement in the education uh, is something that you can see and expect. Is there uh, anything special that excites you that you can share with us in the balloon industry? Well, I, I have to say that there is coming an event now in June. It's called the Bling Bling Jam in Las Vegas. Um, it's run by Stephen Klein, yeah. and, and this event is very focused on the twisting, modeling, and he's a, a nice host, and it's very focused on, on that market. Um, let's say, when I say market, I mean the category of the 260s, and twisting balloons that could be 160, 260, 660, 660, etc. So these, these kind of events are very important because uh, these events are the opportunity for people to learn and understand um, how this works. And it's amazing that I know people who has been in such such an event and they started a career and uh, their own business and suddenly they decided to move and switch off from a regular or formal career to be a twister or a magician or whatever, and I mean, um, this is important, these education events I consider the most important ones. We are trying to see how we can promote at least one or two nice ones in Israel, so by doing that this will create a direct presence of Sempertex. I don't know if you are aware, I'm sorry if I abuse of your hospitality, but Sempertex is present in Israel as Sempertex. We, it was a very, and I think I should share with you this interesting story, because this is a, a regular twister who came from Russia. He was buying balloons in Israel and was selling on the streets. And one day, this guy contacted us and he wanted to buy some balloons from us. And he was very shy, and I told him, "Look, we would like, we are willing to help you, but not to sell you, but for your conscience, we want to help you to become an entrepreneur. Do you want to start your own business in Israel, becoming Sempertex distributor?" And at the beginning, I think he was overwhelmed with my proposal, and because he was shy, he, he didn't dare to tell me how many balloons he could buy or how much money he had. And I said, "No, don't worry." We will take care of your growth. We will help you grow. So we took him from, let me use um, um, in, uh, in a very respectable way. We will take you from the streets and be making you an entrepreneur. So he trusts us. And we gave him our hands, our two hands, and helped him to move forward. And today he's a very successful businessman. And we are very happy with all the results. I think we... His name is Jair. Yes, Jair Onison, yeah. And Jair uh, is a person I will ask us to help us to create a couple of conventions in Israel to bring to the balloon community a nice atmosphere where you can communicate, join together, play with the balloons, work, interact. 
I like to do that. That's my work. That's what I like to do. So you managed to answer my question and to also make it very relevant personally. And yes, of course, I know Yair and uh, his uh, Sempertex office in Israel, which is definitely a good source for Sempertex balloons here in Israel. And the listeners are actually worldwide, not just from Israel. If people want to try out your balloons, is there a way for them to find a wholesaler locally uh, in an easy way? Yes, there is. We are a very transparent company, so in our website, sempertex.com, and if you go to the international side, you will find the list of distributors we have around the world, so they can perfectly be approach or contact by anyone, and they can give the orientation where they can get the balloons. So in that, in that sense, uh, no one can say, I cannot get the sempertex balloons, because we have the five continents listed there with people who are dealing or distributing our balloons worldwide. So we will, if anyone would like to contact us, there is also a contact point in the website um, and we can give them the feedback and orientation uh, how to get our balloons. Can you tell us the story behind uh, the Nozzle Up balloons? You know, it's, it's very interesting because... This was something all the time around, and it's like the good ideas everybody knows, but no one do the right the, the step ahead. And this is a, a situation that that initially was was um, a fact for for Japan. So we have a customer in Japan who wanted the balloons straight aligned like like spaghettis because they wanted to display the balloons in a nice way on the shops. That was the re- original reason. But then, uh, when I, we showed that to our Vitalik uh, partner, to Vitalik, our partner, sorry, because they had the idea of how to supply a solution to the twister, especially the professional twister that have an apron, and for, for them, when they buy the balloons, all wrinkled and, you know, like crazy in the middle of a bag, um, they have to take out, put a line, and put all straight. Uh, then the CEO of Vitalik, Dave Cruzzi, one day told me, hey, why we don't think about this? Because for them, they need to spend so much time, so long organizing their, their aprons. And I said, hey, look, Dave, this wheel is already invented. We have this or solution already providing to a customer in Japan, the name Suzuki Latex, for several years already. And... We only need just to change the bag and use it for the USA. And, and he, we sent him some samples, and he said, this is what we want to do here in the USA. We want to bring to the twisters, magicians, performers, a solution, because we, are, we, we like to, to expand our activity, not only to supply the, the balloons, but the solution. So we send up uh, the samples, and one week later, we got the artwork to start producing the first bags, and we wanted to test it because the following step was to to to, to have a bag that you can open quickly and, and not need it to cut or whatever, so make easier what we already did. So it's it's a nice process, and now we put a new standard in the market because other manufacturers are following us, and and, and we are not we are okay with that. We don't have a problem if. This solution becomes a solution for everybody because for us it's very important that every twister have access to a solution because as 
the better they can work and perform, the better it will be for the industry. So I, I'm happy that other companies follow us. Thank you for, for sharing that. And uh, wow, if we knew that you, that the Japanese uh, has had, had a, this already uh, available for them, we would have asked earlier. <laughs> for sure, um, I, I do twisting as well as decoration and as a twister. It is definitely time consuming uh, and I appreciate the care for the details like that. You know, our listeners are always happy when a new color is released uh, do you have like a long-term plan about um, bringing out to the market the new colors yes we have yes this is one of the permanent activities here is not only to bring new colors but also to take out colors that are not more useful i give you an idea of an interesting development that we have done recently you know our 060 peach blush color um, is a color that has been using as a Caucasian skin color and um, some of the artists that are very related to this activity with those faces etc one day told us that maybe your peach blush have a little too much vitamin C <laughs> so a little red, red, blue. So we started to 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 interact with our people here, and after probably fifty tests, trial and error, we adjust the tone to a point where we were able to develop um, almost a perfect Caucasian skin color. Almost perfect. That means that the balloon uninflated looks exactly or more or less the same as inflated. And this is very important because when in some of the activities with balloons that's called distortions, you want to make a big face or whatever, uh, the balloon, as much as it grows, it keeps the color solid and it's very realistic, extraordinarily realistic. So uh, the color is absolutely fantastic. I was amazed, but it took us 80, 70, 80 trial. It was really complex because if you put the color below the a, a warm light that's a little yellowish, the color will reflect the light in a way. If you put it below the white light, then has another effect. So, and then if you put on the below daylight, there was another contrast. So, we have to balance, and that was the reason why we have to to, to run so many tests because we needed to have a particular substrate in behind that sustained the color in a way that when the lights impact, it reflects in a way people can see uh, a skin color. So we were, I'm very proud that we reached that point. Today, I think only Sempertex worldwide have a shade so perfect like this one. I wanted to call, to change the name and call it Nude because it's so, so sharp in, in its appearance that the only thing it was a nude balloon. <laughs> but, let's say, but let's say you will notice that this color, as soon as it arrives to Israel, immediately you would see the change. It's amazing. So this question about the colors in the, uh, in the future, uh, people change lifestyles, people change taste and preference. So we are now 
working on a new generation of balloon colors, and we are creating um, a new um, color environment. So we are now starting to work on a new dimension of colors, uh, keep, keeping the basic colors where they are, yeah. but trying to use the surface of the balloon as a screen projection. Thank you. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was, I, 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 we try to use the surface of the balloon as a projection screen where you can see a different kind of effects and <clears throat> the perception transmit different sensations. This is the way, so we have a list on the way and, and this is keep going. I see. And uh, this uh, new type of blush color uh, that is almost nude color, um, wh when is that going to be released worldwide? No, it's already, it's already moved. It's flowing to the market. It's going just to be the same. We, you know, we, we give the colors a 3-digit ID. This will be the C 060, 060. Um, as soon, example, next order that Jair received in Israel will be uh, already with the color adjusted. So we took out the vitamin C. <laughs> and th this will be your new uh, peach blush color, basically? Yes. I see. I see. So basically like an, a new, uh, an improved version of uh, the peach blush color of St. Exactly. Patrick's. It's a renewed version, that's correct. And wonderful. Um, and uh, I'll talk with you here. Uh, so um, we're coming uh, up to the end of our time today. Um, I want to thank you again for, for uh, educating us about sample text um, and about what uh, is uh, um, important for you guys. Uh, for us in the industry, uh, it's always important to have uh, new colors and new products because then we can show our customers that we are also innovative uh, by ourselves with our designs, with our decorations and with our twistings. Um, I want to ask you, just uh, before we finish up, a little bit about uh, the Lean Columns. Um, how, uh, how many years have you been using uh, this type of designs and uh, what is the next step of the Lean Columns? Okay, um the story of the Lincolns is that a French person is called, with, with her, his name is Jean-Michel Lucie, invented it to teach his uh, uh, students uh, about molecules. And that, that happened in Australia. And I met Peter Sambrook, the CEO of the only balloon fact manufacturer in Australia, uh, maybe 17, 18 years ago. And we met in Germany. In 20 seconds, I realized this was a real good product. Since then, we have been producing the Lincolns in different versions. Today, we have the Ellipse version that is a perfect oval balloon uh, with different functions to the original version. So we have all the time making or stimulating the evolution of the products by the interaction with the end users or the professional artists. I think we have shipped more than one billion Lincolns to the world. One billion. Yeah, at, at least at least. And, and we have today the Lincoln is available in, in, in three sizes, 6 inches, 12 inches, and 660. 
and available in all our colors and clean or printed. So it's a it's a really important tool. And you know, a couple of years ago when we had the the threat of not having helium in the world, uh, the scarcity of helium created the necessity to to have products that were based on air. So one of our competitors, like the pioneer Qualitex, it came out with a quickly following following our link alone. What we are and we understand is a natural move. Uh, so that is telling us that we were not wrong when we took the link alone as a good idea. So the fact they follow us uh, make us very happy because uh, it enhances again that the industry can grow uh, with the participation of other companies. And, and this is the way we understand the competition, by the way. Uh, we like the competition. God bless them all the day, every day. We don't, we don't have any problem with that. And this is very important because now the Lincoln becomes more a standard in, in the international market. market. Let me tell you the following. We have several nice surprises, not only in the Lincoln, in the late, in the regular round balloons. We have, we are working on new developments are coming. And I am pretty sure it will nicely surprise all of you. It's, I am very happy that, that you contact me because you give me uh, a, good, a good stimulation in terms of the interest of the community, the, the users and the consumers. And we, from the other side, uh, let's say from the industry, we uh, take uh, very seriously uh, this approach and uh, we are very proud that uh, you bring your attention to us. And I'm very happy to participate in your program in the future as many times you want. And we can, we can, of course, change topics and discuss about this or about that. Uh, because this is a permanent, act, permanent activity. Remember, balloons are an everyday product. Every day it's born. And, and and they, uh, the birth of a kid is always a new balloon end user. And there is a first year celebration, so they, there is a, a real connection. And, and needless to say, uh, but important to mention, uh, rubber trees are one of the best oxygen factories in the world. So uh, there is a fantastic and virtuous circle because public transport vehicles like truck, buses, or planes uh, cannot use tires without um, a content of natural rubber below 40%, roughly, roughly that. So it's needed to have rubber plantation. And the rubber plantations produce oxygen, but produce delivered rubber. And the rubber comes out as latex. And the natural rubber for the tires is the same the natural rubber that we use for balloons. It's a different type of industry. But the origin, the essence, is the the rubber tree sap. So I think it's a it's a virtual circle where we can create beauty, art, whatever you want from this miracle that we come obtain from nature. And uh, that, that's definitely a very nice approach that I think uh, the listeners will uh, enjoy. Uh, to also share with their customers, you know, this circle of life that when a kid is born, there's already future balloons that were born with him and uh, everything is so 
uh, environmental and uh, a part of nature. We we need the rubber trees to create the oxygen, and so that kid will not just consume the oxygen, it will consume the balloons, which is wonderful for everyone. I do joke uh, from time to time with my interviewees. I interviewed uh, 54 uh, balloon artists from all around the world, and uh, from all kinds of uh, styles of art and of of business. And from time to time, I will ask a balloon artist, I will tell him, do you want to see the 16-inch Lincoln? And every time I say this joke, the balloon artist that I interview say, oh my God, I w- if, if you have a box of 16-inch Lincolns, I will take now one box. Uh, I will take everything. So I'm just throwing um, at you this, uh, um, when can we expect the 16-inch Lincolns? We like to take notes in the wish list of the world. Um, um, let's say, maybe we can surprise you very soon. Um, maybe we should think about if it's 16 or 18. So I think this decision, I would like that this decision come from the market. Yeah. If you help me uh, to build that decision, uh, I, I, I give my word that we will come with a concrete response. But imagine if we come with a 16-inch Lincoln and suddenly you want an 18. Hmm. Because, oh, you know, that probably I have been in, in this industry for 39 years. So I, I, I met many people all around the world um, in a very intense way. So... Uh, Badoon artists are very complex mentalities, um, very complex mindsets. So 16 inches will help to, to, to build big installations. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I agree that it's an important tool to work. So I was saying that, that it's important for us to, to, to make this decision. And we are willing to do that, but we are not totally sure if the right size is a 16 or an 18 inch. So maybe if you can ask to your community in, in, in your group, um, what is the right size and make a votation and I will like to take that information for good. Uh, I, you, you can count on it that I will do so. And also I would make sure that some of who we call uh, our thought leaders uh, people like Guido Verhoff and people that are actually experienced with the big installations because uh, they they also have the, the expert point of view uh, after using the Lincolns for so many times and breaking worldwide uh, Guinness records of, of big installations. So we definitely want uh, to know what uh, many people need and want and what uh, the experts and the thought leaders uh, need and want. So... I'm really appreciative of your willingness to listen uh, to the community, to the uh, industry, the people actually uh, consume the balloons and, and sell it later to, to the end user. Um, and uh, we will do what we, what I will do is I will send a survey about it on the Facebook group and I will also tag a few thought leaders like Guido Verhoff so that uh, the debate will be uh, nice and clear and uh, you will be able to see the results as well. And of course, um, um, we, we all hope that 
new products, uh, exciting products, uh, useful products will be released so that our lives will be eventually easier to sell and create uh, bigger uh, installations. Ah, yes, of course, you can count with that. We, we like to, to, to do that. Sometimes we want to please, let's say that way, um, our end users, especially our loyalty and loyal end users. But when you launch a size, uh, like a 16 or 18-inch Lincoln, this is not only the product that you see behind that. There is a lot of work on the infrastructure that means um, a lot of things. But but let's say we, we can we can take care of that. And only we need to know what is the right size we should look at. Oswald Loewi. It's been a pleasure to have you on the Balloon Artist Podcast. Thank you for all that you do for the balloon industry as a CEO of Sempertex and uh, to Sempertex uh, and all of its employees. And I hope that together, uh, us, the balloon artists, and uh, you guys, the manufacturers, together, hand in hand, will uh, grow the industry uh, even further. So thank you for your time, Oswald. It was my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I think that Oswald Loewi is a really nice guy and his passion for helping the balloon industry is something that was easy to notice through his voice and for me when I met him over Skype, also through his, uh, his care in his eyes. There's a few lectures coming up next week and the week after and those are free lectures. So hear this out, maybe if you're driving the car, stop the car and listen. Uh, there are two more lectures for George next week on, the, uh, on Monday. It will be basically on noon LA time, which is uh, Monday 10 p.m. my time in Israel, and also uh, 10 p.m. LA time, Los Angeles time, which is like Tuesday uh, 8 a.m. Israel time. I know it's confusing, but if you go to the Balloon Artist Facebook group, you can read more about the mini course. Just search for mini course and you will find the details. Uh, next week, we also have a personalization workshop live in Israel that is arranged by me and uh, Guy Sheffer. And the week after, there are additional five lectures that you can join for free. So those will be on Monday, either the same time, either noon uh, LA time or 10 p.m. LA time. And those will be about, <clears throat> uh, those will be the last lessons of George. And then on the 27th of June, you can join for free a webinar party and that is basically to celebrate the end of the season. This will happen on the 27th of June either on noon LA time or on 10 p.m. LA time, Los Angeles time and then again on the 28th of June and you can join the webinar at noon noon Los Angeles time. Now, please pay attention to the emails and posts on the Facebook Balloon Artist group because I'm actually going to uh, do different lectures this time on the webinar party. Um, I will do one lecture about Snapchat and one lecture about a site audit and I will expose all of my sites that I use in my business and will do kind of like a self audit and explain why I use all of those sites and what is the psychology and how they work for me. And later 
you know, at the end of the webinar party, I was uh, planning on launching MAPC, the modern automated balloon business course, which is more like a program. Unfortunately, all of the seats were taken. I really don't know yet what will I launch. I'm still thinking about it. And I think that uh, as you know me, you could expect a surprise. I will also be announcing some very special announcements about the upcoming creation of the Balloon Artist College. Uh, the Balloon Artist College is definitely something you want to hear about. And this is something that if, you know, if, if, if this was season time, we would talk about it in season. But because this is not season time, pay attention to Facebook Live on the Balloon Artist Facebook group. Thank you guys for your trust, for listening, for the Balloon Artist podcast, for tuning in. Uh, this is the end of season four. Uh, I've created by now 56 episodes or chapters, the way I call them. And that's uh, quite a big book uh, to read. I hope you've enjoyed the journey as much as I did. I'm taking a break. I'm going to teach in Chicago on the, on the 18th and 19th of June. So if you're anywhere around Chicago, let's meet there at Brody's Balloons and I promise to over deliver with content face-to-face uh, -face as well. Wow, what can I say? The end of the season, three courses that were launched in June and the Balloon Upsell course is going to be uh, within the launch week until the 22nd of June. So if you want to enjoy the special pricing, hurry up and uh, join the Balloon Upsell course right now and enjoy something which is not just a course about balloon frames and candy cups and how to upsell, but it's also a website preloaded with all of the pictures that you need and with an actual shop that can be wired into your PayPal and basically you will be able to look professional in front of your customers when you are upselling. You will be able to give them a high perceived value and you will be able to sell. So uh, I hope you check it out. The balloonextras.com website is an example of a shop. Uh, course.balloonextras.com is the actual course that I've launched uh, just yesterday. And I'm really excited on creating more tools and more, more courses for you guys so that together we can bring this industry into a new height. Remember, a high tide lifts all boats. See you guys on the other end of the outro and in the next season of the Balloon Artist Podcast. This show is sponsored by Brody's Balloons. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi, and this is the last chapter of Season 4. Season 4, Chapter 12.5. It's a special. I hope you've enjoyed the interview. My only tip for today is this. Join the free webinar that will be at the end of the season in 10 days from now, which is basically at the 27th and 28th of June. It's going to be full with a lot of good ideas and content that will help you in your business. Now, I was expecting to launch MABC, the Modern Automated Balloon Business course, at the end of those webinars. And uh, unfortunately, my, my class is full. I have 12 people joining instead of 10. 
and that means that uh, I will probably be launching something else. I need to think about it. You can stay tuned and join the webinar and learn at the end what am I launching. It's going to be exciting. In the meantime, I do want you to know more about the results that people get when they do join MAPC, the Modern Automated Balloon Business Course, which is more like a program. Here are Drew Ripley and then Annie Banani about what they got out of MAPC. Enjoy. Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi. And in this session, I'm going to interview a few people that have decided to join the MAPC program, the Modern Automated Balloon Business Course. And the first one that I'm going to interview now is... Drew Ripley. Drew Ripley from Team Canada uh, has been competing in uh, multiple conventions and have been quite an inspiration on me my, uh, personally with his huge ostrich costume on stilts uh, made out of balloons. Uh, you might have already remember uh, ostrich and uh, Drew was also kind enough to share with us a lot of tips from his life back uh, in season two. So I would like to ask you, Drew, first of all, how are you? How is your business? I'm doing amazing. My business is as strong as it has ever been. Uh, right now, I'm, I, I've actually gotten so busy that I've been hiring people to help me in the office. And uh, can, you, can you try and pinpoint, like, is there any connection between your, your success right now in your business and in life uh, and, and MAPC? Do you think there's any connection? Phenomenal connection. I mean, with, with anything, you, you progress over time and you, you're always slowly plodding along. And you could look at, say, like a financial chart of my, my little company for the last five years, and there's one major uptick that happened right after I took the course. Like it is, it is pronounced, it is very obvious. You know, it's funny, I, I remember I, I took your first class and I remember thinking, okay, I think I can apply some of this. And then your second class came through. I think that was the one that we covered just how to talk about value and value text in, um, in, in what we do and how to, how to sell it effectively. And within 24 hours, I just started making more sales. It just made sense. It was, it was pronounced. And, and if, if all I had done was even just that one class, it would have been enough. Uh, I, I can't get over how this, the switch happened. You know, just, just knowing how to talk to clients, that it's okay to ask them certain things, that it's okay to ask them more than once if they don't get back to you. You can call me. All this good stuff and, and how, to, how to phrase it, too. Like it was really useful. Uh, one of the concerns I remember we talked a lot about is that you're positioned in in Canada uh, not so far away from Toronto and uh, there's less work in in the winter and that's something that even some people even close their business for the winter which is quite scary how was your winter true this winter was the best winter I've ever had now it is slower uh, without a doubt, like winter is always slower. Everyone across the board in this part of the world talks about northern climates being slower. It doesn't matter whether it impacts you. So just have a better summer. That's the first part. Uh, that doesn't help you when you're in the winter, but you do need to pick up your sails during the other time. And you have to know if there is work that happens in the winter, and you have to be able to get it. Uh, I'm booking winter now. Like there are people that will be booking me for January well in advance. Just they know I exist now. That's a big step forward. So 
I do believe that there will always be differences based on the climate, but you can adapt to them and you can still find sales. What else have you done in the last uh, few months in your life that you feel like uh, MAPC was uh, helpful with? I've got a brand new stage show and without a doubt you worked your butt off to help me with that and you hooked me up with some really good people. Now, uh, I'm not going to give away who everyone is that I work with right now, but I will say this. When I finish the first show, so I put all this work together and, and I'm trying to get a show together and I want to do this forever, and I, I knew I had the talent, I couldn't, I couldn't get the thing to, to mesh right, to perform right, to come out properly, and I needed help. And so there you are, you're, you're pointing me to various people. Uh, some of them I just talked to for you know, a half hour, no questions asked, everyone's happy to help each other with their, their little network, and that's, that's really useful. Uh, it, it's kind of like... It's kind of like as if, as if you'd gone to a conference three times and met that person and on the third time you finally had enough guts to ask them some serious questions. You just sort of skip that phase and, and within two minutes we're having a really deep conversation with whoever it is that we wanted. So I get the show, I finish the show. And within moments, like I, I, I finished the first time, I, I get off my little stage and I talk to the audience briefly and I step away and it's, it's within five minutes, you know, And my phone rings. And it's a matter of giving me a call, saying, hey, how'd it go? I want to know everything about it. Did, did, did this go? Did this work? Did this work? And I waited another couple of minutes, you know, finished chatting there. And uh, one of my coaches called and said, hey, this is amazing. You know, it's good for you. You did it. And then left it at that. And then a couple of minutes later, I think you called and told me the same thing. Now, I got news for you. When you're on stage for the first time, I don't care how seasoned you are, you're going to you're going to be nervous. It's a nervous, daunting thing to put all of this together. And there is nothing better than getting off stage and having people within the community that you feel are high profile, the best that there are, that you really respect, actually call you and say, you did great. I'm here for you. We're going to get through this. We're going to make it even better. Keep going. Instead of leaving and just feeling sort of exhausted and, you know, And, and tired and, and, and worried it was like wow I know there's lots I can do and it doesn't matter I got so much help it's going to be fantastic and we give back and forth too and that's that's major I mean how deep can you get with the people that are around you in your area probably not many like most cities don't have a lot of pro-blue artists they're just not that common and that's great that means to get help you got to do some work helping someone reach a position where he's doing a state show you can't do that without A lot of self-motivation and dedication and that's one of the things that I love the most about you is that you're almost you're unstoppable you you really have a lot of passion so working with someone like you was was just a lot of joy for me I, I would check my messages you know a million times a day and and every time I, I you know in correspondence with you it's just good for me and fun for me to see because you you really want to to learn your open and and you see the result which is just so much fun and encouragement basically you 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 got you've gained confidence and new um, leads and have increased your sales uh, in your business and have you started an entirely new income vector which is uh, stage performance uh, we're, we're actually uh, also in discussions on bringing you over 
to uh, Israel uh, to teach in, in the next Israeli event, which is a nice perk uh, for not all of the modern automated balloon business course uh, people. Not all MAPKIs get this perk, but uh, some of them, uh, two, two every year, basically, we're bringing them over to Israel to teach us uh, stuff because we, we have what to learn here. Uh, so... I'm really uh, looking forward to that and uh, meeting you face-to-face uh, at the end of the year in November. Anything else you want to share with the listeners if they want to consider joining MAPC? Well, you know, the biggest thing is that uh, there's basically two things. Number one, you better be ready to work. I mean, there's work, but you put the work in and you're going to see results and it's going gonna, it's gonna to impact you more ways than you can imagine. And number two, you got to remember that Because we are an international group, there's different rules. Every country has different rules. Every province within the country, states, whatever, they all have different rules. So you got to be ready to take all the information that you gave and go, wait a minute, I know I can't do that here exactly. I have to change it. So my automation is totally Canadianized. It is Canadianized to my rules, my laws. The language fits for me. And I had a great chat with other Mavikis, you know, and in other countries. And I found that, that those in uh, the UK actually had closer uh, similarities to me than my friends in the US, and that's fine. So there's an adaptation that happens, uh, but the content is so, so fantastic. I mean, I, I, I feel like I took a master's course. You know, like I, I, it's, it's phenomenal. At this point, and I, I, I will actually put this out there. Right now, I'm working on my second website, everything related to the show base, Uh, the show has sold phenomenally well, and I simply don't have time to automate it, so I've just handed over the money to another company, and I'm actually monitoring all the things that you taught me to do to make sure that they do it. I'm sitting down with it. This is an expensive course. Like, I couldn't even pretended to hire this marketing company before. Now it's no big deal. But all the things they're listing, all the things they're going to tell me to do, how they're going to automate MailChimp with this new website, how they're going to get lead capture, we're going to use LinkedIn as opposed to Facebook. It's precisely the same process. It's all stuff you taught me. So I walked in there, first meeting we had, and they started listing off terms and what they wanted to do. And instead of sitting there like a noob, I was sitting there going, great, I know what you're doing. Change this, change that. I want to see it go like this. And I was sitting in a room full of people that all had MBAs. That's how good this course is. And that's the takeaway, you know, adapt it to your area and make it count. Put in a time, you're going to see the result. I can't wait to see the show in live uh, in Israel, hopefully, or at least uh, a portion of it. And um, we'll make that happen too. Really, it's just so much fun to see how you grow through Ripley. Um, and how you you just have been uh, recently on a major project in Qatar, is that right? That is correct, yes. And yeah, that was with Aragami. We had um, a project working with Larry Moss, and um, just he's a great, great man to work with. Yeah. So much, so much fun to work with him. And, and again, I'm not saying that this happened because of Mabke. It didn't. It, it happened because you're so talented. But uh, the other parts, the parts about marketing and going into new territory, I, I guess Mabke helps with that. Uh, so uh, thank you for your trust for joining Mabke. And I hope that uh, other people will maybe hear this and uh, get uh, inspired by it. I hope so. I hope they're ready to work too. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, you just uh, you need to do the 90% hard work 
and then you get the, the luck then you get to the luck part the 10% of luck that you need in life you can't you can't get to the luck without uh, first uh, doing the homework and uh, making an effort okay uh, thank you so much Lou, for your time I see you have uh, you also have uh, other uh, things to do and I'll, I'll touch base with you soon thank you so much Hello, Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is a micro-interview, uh, you might say, where we will be hearing from someone who I uh, consider as one of the rock stars of our industry, a person that has so much to share with the world, so much love, but also so many ideas on marketing. Annie Banani, hello, how are you? Hi, well, I'm blushing. <laughs> you call me a rock star. That's funny. Uh, the person with no rhythm you call the rock star, which cracks me up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was asked to leave the band. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Any Banani, we've been working together for, wow, for quite some time now. I think two years. Yeah, me too. Even before the Balloon Artist podcast was around, uh, after only I was interviewed by the Magician Business podcast back then. I remember we met online and um, Dylan was the one who actually introduced us. And we were talking about slap bands at that point, I remember, and uh, getting stuff from Alibaba, which scares me because, you know, <laughs> it's on the other side of the world. Um, but uh, yeah, um, and I thought, hey, this is kind of cool. And when you were um, developing the Mackey course, you um, asked me to kind of, you, you were like, do you want to just experiment? And I didn't know at the time that you were developing that course, but I knew that you were trying to do some coaching. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, I can use some help with this. And we started out helping with the blog, and then it turned out what I really needed was help with automation because it just scared me and uh, with uh, email, which um, I've been trying to get an email newsletter going forever. And also follow up with when I went to like an expo or a showcase or something. So uh, we worked on that. And um, the first email that we did was uh, one that reminded my clients how awesome my show was after they booked it. And it, I was inspired by your champion building course because you and I had bought that book like before from when I listened to you on Magician Business and uh, I thought you know how can I make my clients completely fall in love with what I do and um, one of the things that's been happening to me is they will book me but what I do during the time that I'm there is just a tiny part of everything that they get when they book me and also they don't understand how how they can use everything and I wanted them to see that I'm about the same price as a lot of other uh, single performers, but they get like twice as much. So I think, I think there's like seven or eight emails in that series and I keep getting the feedback. Not only are people excited about it, but I also get the feedback of um, when I follow back up with them uh, before the show, do you have any last minute questions or anything like that? They're like, oh no, every time I had a question, you answered it before I could ask it. And that was really fantastic because I tend to not follow up and forget to tell people what, what is going to happen. And then, uh, you know, if they just, they don't know what they're getting. So 
I don't know. I started to kind of ramble on that one, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm really happy with that. So um, now I needed, uh, the last one was something I needed to, and you helped me with this as well, to follow up after a PTO expo. And um, I set that in motion and I've been able to copy it too, to change it depending on what, um, what expo I go to. Um, and also it's, it leads right into the newsletter and I'm very happy with that. And, um, this, I used it at the, at the last PTO expo I did. And even though I didn't get it done in time to, um, send like the day after we saw them, I got it within a week or two and my bookings, I, I booked twice as much as I usually do at that kind of thing because I had good follow up and just, I kept being in front of them and, you know, offering things that, were that they were interested in and they go oh wait wait yeah reading assembly yeah this one will be perfect so i've actually got a potential um long-term um arrangement with uh somebody who does book fairs too um out of that and that really really makes me happy because she realizes that i'm all about getting kids reading and that's what the series was about and uh, that was huge to be able to um actually follow up and it's no trouble to follow up now because I just put them on the list and I don't have to remember to send emails. I just have to remember to put them on the list and then answer when they when they uh, contact me. Uh, another thing that uh, we did, should we tell them about the websites? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and who did the website for you and all of that? <laughs> well, um, I think uh, you were able to uh, give me the kick in the pants that I needed. Um, the very first one I actually did through, um, your tech guys as part of the Mapkey thing. Um, and they were able to get me set up and then I ended up liking, uh, the, the Divi theme yeah. so much. I ended up buying my own because I want to like become an expert on it and be able to throw up a website in no time at all. And it's happened. Um, but without you spending, I think it was like an hour and a half with me working me through the issues I was having um, because I'm not one who can just learn a software by doing it. I really need to be um, walked through things, have my hand held a little bit. And if it wasn't been for that, then I would have had to, I don't know, I'd still just not have another website. And so what I'm doing now is I'm separating both of my businesses and it's it's going slowly but only because of my lack of time to be able to spend on it and um so one business is the uh the school shows and um if the school show people like the principals and the pta people see that i do private parties especially the principals they don't take me seriously they go oh yeah you know she's just going to mention reading a couple of times and call it a reading show which is completely opposite to what i do um, the show that I have has been developed with teachers and um, it's, you know, matches the educational standards and everything. So um, I'm already working against um, a bias. When I work with balloons, they don't think I'm serious. And I'm sure magicians had that same problem when they first started to do school assembly. So I get it. But so now nothing about my private parties is on my main balloon storyteller website anymore. And then the new website, that's the one I'm working on right now for all my private parties and um, the dance floor thing. And I have a lot of really awesome photos on there. Wouldn't have been able to do that had you guys not set me up in the beginning 
and um, got me started. So it's really super been helpful. And uh, so in six months or so, everybody's going to be able to go and look and see the amazing new site. <laughs> but right now, um, it it does what it needs to do. And if anybody wants to go see it, it's amazingballoonart.com. And you can see what can happen when you – I mean, I'm doing it myself, but I've gotten a lot of coaching about how to make it clean, how to make it uh, – um, and really just how to work with – uh, WordPress, which sometimes can be really overwhelming if you're trying to, if you're an artist and you're trying to do really nice looking stuff. So I'm, I'm really thrilled with that. Thank you so much. It's quite a journey. You've been through so many improvements in your business, uh, from, from coaching together and from, uh, from, from doing uh, the modern automated balloon business course and from working with the, uh, assistive team that I uh, created of the graphic designer or, or the website developer to kind of open up bottlenecks. You, you, you've been uh, working hard, doing a lot of homework, uh, implemented a lot, but, mm-hmm. but uh, um, quite an inspiration to, to many of us. And, and all I did was, you know, try to make sure that you have uh, that you're working with your compass, your, your inner compass is, is enough m- most of the times and that you don't have any bottlenecks in your business when it comes to, you know, technology or, or, or just motivation, I guess. And that's been actually for me the most important part because I know how to do a lot of this stuff. Um, but it's a matter of being overwhelmed. You get into, I mean, perfect word is bottleneck because you get into this spot where all you need is just somebody to help you through a little part of it and then you're going again. And um, also I've had, um, uh, I've done courses before, but the fact that you're doing the coaching is really helpful because we think a lot alike, even if there's something that we don't that we wouldn't do the same because we are different business people and different performers you help me talk it through and understand like what of the stuff that you do is really going to work well for me for example um i want to take the champion building system and do it with my school shows because um they have everybody has like private uh websites and everything for their schools that they share videos and things like that with it would be really amazing to be able to um, do that, you know, one minute video just for the school. And um, I think it would be, again, just adding value. And I'm all about like, I, I love the, the, we have the same, but we have the same um, philosophy. Yeah. The same philosophy on how to make our clients happy. We're not just going to go and uh, haggle about 15 minutes of time or, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to give and give until our clients are so happy with us that they wouldn't ever work with anybody else. In fact, I had one client end up not scheduling a balloon artist for his party at all because the six dates that he came to me with, I couldn't do. And it was, I mean, I was sad that I couldn't make it. And I kept trying to say, you know, um, I have this friend, she's amazing. And he's like, no, we like you. And that was a huge compliment. I get that every once in a while. And I'd like to see that happen more often. Hmm. And uh, I have had people move their date for me. And that is the 
ultimate compliment. And that was just a private party, but I've also had schools move their date for me. And um, I love that. Yeah, definitely. It, it feels good to get the acknowledgement from the world and to see that people respect our genuine efforts to to help them and to serve them and to provide them value. And from looking at what you do uh, with your balloon storyteller persona, that's, first of all, it's so you. And secondly, it's it's so smart and and genuine and the way that you incorporate your being an author uh, of a children's book and uh, you have more children's book uh, upcoming you just uh, one big source of of energy and inspiration to to many of us so i really appreciate your trust annie banani and your friendship and i am so happy that uh, the results are starting to roll in. I think the really like, just like you said, the fun part is like a couple of years later when again, you'd use the same flow for the same, I don't know, uh, show and uh, for the same type of customers and that you are so confident about it and that you, you know, calculate for yourself in your head how much time you just saved and how many extra gigs you just got. Uh, that's really, you know, for life, I guess. I'm looking forward to meeting you again face to face, like we met at uh, Twist and Shout. Yeah, I'd like to spend more time um, seeing a lot of people that I saw at Twist and Shout. Um, I was a little sleep deprived because of my silly dress projects, but um, I did get to anybody who hung out in the jam room with me. We got to talk, but then I didn't do anything else. But um, it was awesome being able to finally meet you after I think we knew each other for two years before we met, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of cool to be able to meet somebody in person. Um, but you know what? It's, uh, and it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm confident this will happen again uh, in the future, maybe in Cax, I don't know. Yeah, and... come to Cax. I'm working on it. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. We will uh, meet soon enough. And for all of us that are listening, and thank you so much for, for sharing your uh, results and your, your takeaways from working together with me. Thanks. You're welcome. I'll see you soon. Yeah.